Welcome to Memorizing Scripture. My name is Gordon Howell, and this week we are learning Romans 12.2. Romans 12.2. All right, so let's go ahead and recite it together. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. All right, so Paul is writing to Rome, to the Romans, and it's already, Romans Christian, Christian, (laughs) excuse me, he's already writing to Christians in Rome. And so for the first 11 chapters, he's writing about doctrine. He's writing about justification and sanctification. He's writing about Israel. And he gets to this point where he is writing to them and in chapter 12, he says, okay, now that I've given you all this information, here's how we apply it. All right, and Rome, Rome was a church that had that was pretty doctrinally sound already. All right, so he's he's writing them a very comprehensive gospel message and application, and and what he's doing is the the church had started and had grown, and and they were pretty doctrinally sound, like I just said, but they hadn't been given given apostolic instruction. They haven't been influenced by the apostles or or just like tightened up and saying, here's the full message of the gospel and here's how you apply it to your lives. And so in Romans 12, he, he, he starts the application part of that. And it starts off by saying, <clears throat> I appeal to you, therefore brothers, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And so, like I said in the first episode this week, verse one and two are one thought. They are talking, Paul is saying, okay, now that you have learned all this stuff, this is how you apply it. And he says, by the mercies of God, the fact that we can even present ourselves to God, the and there's so, there's so much to talk about the mercies of God, but to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. And so it's not just about the sacrifices that you know, one would give in the Old Testament. Um, this, is, this is about you personally. And so I think what had happened is the, the Romans had been maybe influenced still by the culture. They had been swaying a little bit and they knew about Jesus and, may, and maybe some of them were even, you know, high up in the government and, and the pressures got to them and the world got to them and they were beginning to look like the world again. And so what, what he's saying is you need to offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. And so he's making a connection there between the body and the spirit. He's saying the emotion and the mind that Paul clearly connects that the, the, the physical body and the spiritual body, your spiritual worship are connected. And I think that's important because oftentimes we think that that we can kind of do whatever we want and still have like a spiritual part of us when we want to go to church or do things. But no, he's saying, offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. That's that's comprehensive. That's all of you. And this is how you worship spiritually, by devoting your life to Jesus, to, by devoting your life to God. And throughout the Old Testament... Um, just to point out, it was never about the sacrifice that as we, as he is, as Paul's asking us to offer our body as a living sacrifice, it was always about the heart. And so I think what we read in, in the old Testament is there was many examples where 
people were sacrificed and God said, you're not sacrificing your heart to me. You're not offering your entire life and your whole body. And we see that a few examples in, in Amos 5.21, <clears throat> God says, I hate, I despise your feasts. I take no delight in your solemn assemblies. Isaiah 1.14, your new moons and appointed feasts, my soul hates. They have become a burden to me. I'm weary of bearing them. And so there's parts in the Old Testament where we see sacrifice and God is far from them because their hearts are far from him first. They're not coming to him. We even see when Jesus over, overturns the temples, people are buying sacrifice, sacrificial animals. Um, they're just doing the ritual. And so Paul is giving clear and firm directions to present your body as a living sacrifice. This is your spiritual worship. Now, I'm also very tempted because this verse, since it has the word worship in it, to talk about music. Music is a big part of my background, especially church music. And I'm not gonna talk about that here, but this is clearly has nothing to do with music. Music is an avenue of how we can express love and adoration to God. But this is clearly saying you are offering your, your body, everything you do, everything you eat, what you put in your mind, um, what you express yourselves in, how you, then that will relate to what you do and, and how you use your money. But the next part is, is the beginning of the how, our memory verse, verse two. It's not only offering ourselves, but we are transforming ourselves. We are transforming our heart and our mind to following, to following God, not just give a lip service, lip service or do a ritual like we had just mentioned in Amos and Isaiah. So by completing a full renovation of your mind, you will know what the will of God is. You will know God's mind. And, and how do we know what God's mind is? Well, it's the Bible. So we renovate our mind by reading scripture, by praying to God, by meeting with the church. All right. And, and that's what these verses are talking about. It's, it's a whole and complete uh, devotion, sacrifice to God. And so I just want to encourage you with that. <clears throat> it's, a, it's sometimes it feels a little daunting. I feel like when we think about what we're supposed to give to God, because there's times where we're just in life, we're just moving forward and it doesn't feel like we're doing bad. It doesn't feel like we're doing good necessarily, but God wants us to pursue us all the time. And if we're not pursuing him, if we're not re renovating our mind, then most likely we're going the opposite direction. And you might think, well, I'm not, I'm just kind of in a funk. Well, no, that, that in itself is, is, is a direction. And God wants to give you joy and peace and love. And so I just want to encourage you, take this time to memorize this verse, but also in the context, offer your body as a living sacrifice. What Pray to God, God, what do you want me to do? And God, how can I spend time with you? God, how can I renovate my mind? What do I need to get rid of? And, um, and God's, God's going to be faithful in that. So final thoughts. <clears throat> if you have, again, a note card, I use note cards, repetition. That's, that's the thing there. Seeing something, hearing something, repetition. That's why I use note cards. Use a note card, put it in your bed or in your, yeah, you can put it in your bed, I guess, on your nightstand, next to your bed, in your car, in your kitchen, wherever you want. And then find a person who you're going to recite this to by the end of the week and email me any questions, comments, woes, things to share on this podcast at ideamailbag at gmail.com, ideamailbag at gmail.com. Let's repeat this verse. And I'm going to go ahead and repeat each line. 
So Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. What is good and acceptable and perfect. All right, great work. Until next time, continue to put on the mind of Christ. Christ.